I'm Clyde Lewis, and you're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. If you'd like to hear the podcast in its entirety, sign up at Aftermath.media. I'm your host, Ryan Gable, filling in for Clyde Lewis, and this is Ground Zero. If you'd like to call into the show tonight, 503-225-0860. If you want to reach out to me directly, tstradio at protonmail.com is my email. For those of you who don't know me, I host The Secret Teachings Radio, airing Monday through Friday after Ground Zero. You can find it anywhere you listen to radio shows or podcasts and on my website at thesecretteachings.info. Of course, groundzero.radio, where you can catch it all, and aftermath.media, where you can subscribe to Clyde's show and my show. Get them both together in a package deal and listen when you have time to do so. Tonight's show is The Omega Point. And this is something that I've been thinking about a lot recently. It's a name that I came up with after reading a book called Confessions of an Illuminati, Volume 9, by Leo Zagami, who will also be our guest tonight in the second half of the show. So if you're listening now, stay tuned, because we'll have Leo on later. And it really started with a series of observations I made. And it might not seem like... What I'm about to share with you has anything to do with the Omega Point, and I'll tell you more about that as the show goes on. But I went to a bookstore recently, and like Clyde Lewis, I'm a big fan of Joseph Campbell, and I was looking for some Joseph Campbell books, some kind of rare books, books that I've never read before. And I found this beautiful copy of one of Joseph Campbell's books, and it has this series of images in it. One of them is called the Rebus, or the Rebus. You spell that R-E-B-I-S. And this image is a symbol, for those of you who don't know what the Rebus is, it's a symbol of the universal androgynous, or the universal hermaphrodite. It is a two-headed figure, one male, one female, on a singular body. That body is standing on top of a dragon, and that dragon is on top of the world, and there are a bunch of other astrological and Masonic symbols as well, the square and the compass that the Ancient of Days uses to construct the universe, chronology, time, chronos, Saturn, the grand architect. And all those symbols in the rabus, they're very similar to the X that we talked about last Friday on the show. We did that show called Solve for X, which was also in the news over the weekend. Uh, the very next morning, I saw that Disease X was trending on Twitter X, which I thought was kind of interesting. But when I looked at this book, I was going to get it. And then I noticed that there were these scribblings all over it. And one of the scribblings, one of the little notes I guess someone had scribbled in the book was, God is a hermaphrodite. Another one said, God doesn't support patriarchy. And I keep flipping, and this beautiful, beautiful Joseph Campbell book with these beautiful colored plates is just like vandalized by this political rhetoric. And I just really sat back for a second. I stood back and I thought, this goes right along with the cultural trends of popular books like the books that teach you how to politically and magically bind political opponents. They're usually books that are written to bind explicitly Republicans. And I'm not a Republican or a Democrat for the record, but the point is there's a movement in the political world that draws on magic and misunderstandings and mis. I guess you could say misidentifications, misrepresentations of sacred ideas and symbols, and they try to use that to 
literally bind or to perform some form of magical act that will bring harm to their political opponents over whatever the political issue is. And we could definitely term that black magic, for lack of a better term. Now, that story of going to the bookstore and finding this book with this scribble in it might not sound like much to you. It might sound trivial or sound silly. But it made me think of a lot of things like, you know, feminists have long held that God has to be a woman. And some people say that God has to be a woman because a lot of human uh, cultures have been matriarchal in nature. Even though men still made decisions, women made the, the most uh, important decisions, like how to, you know, when to go to war, etc. And then you have people that are atheists, or you have people that are more like progressive activists, and they suggest, usually with sacrilegious intention, that God is either dead or God is a combination of male and female. That is to say, he's androgynous and transgender, which was another statement that was written down in this book. And then, of course, you have traditionalists that say God is a man. But I think all these views fundamentally misrepresent, and they are a fundamental misunderstanding of the nature of the universal hermaphrodite, believing that it is something relating to gender or sex, or something relating to your political or ideological uh, echo chamber. And God could not be anything further from that delusional perversion of the occult and the esoteric. And by male and female, it's to be understood that God is the all. God is everything. You can't define or describe what God is. And this is one of the driving forces that leads Muslims and Jews and other groups to become very upset when people try to depict God. It's sacrilegious. You can't do that. We, there is no depiction of God. And so in terms of what God is, let's call it creation. Creation is really the separation of one into many. And that could include some aspect of evolution as well. But when these ideas leave philosophy, they can be used by religious, scientific, spiritual, and materialists, obviously zealots, to very destructive ends. And one of the examples I think is best is, is the idea that God is everything, God is one, and that's a great idea because you can't define God any other way. But that's become so perverted by New Age cults for profit, political ideologies, collectivization, etc. And this is something I really want to talk about tonight in relation to other themes such as the apocalypse, Armageddon, the eschaton, the four horses of the apocalypse. And looking at these things not from a literal or even from a figurative or even necessarily a, a, a metaphoric point of view. We're going to try to explore all this tonight because here on Ground Zero, it is business as usual in the apocalypse. But what exactly is the apocalypse? That's the question that I have. Some people say God is a man. Some say God is a woman. Some say God is transgender. I think they're all kind of incorrect. I think there's more to the equation and I think that when we explore that equation, we're going to come to a much better understanding of these ideas and these concepts. I think the best way to describe it perhaps is God is the yin-yang. God is the yab-yum. Bringing the two things together kind of like the X that we talked about last week. We'll talk about more of this after break. I'm Ryan Gable filling in for Clyde Lewis. The number to call 503-225-0860. This is Ground Zero, and we'll be back. 
You just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at Aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month, and there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to Aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.